Podcast friends, my name is David Lee and you are listening to the Inspire Design Create podcast, giving freelance filmmakers a voice, sharing their stories and connecting the world of cinematography, commercial filmmaking and starting your own business together. Let's go. Mic check, mic check, mic check, mic check. What is going on friends, family, good peoples of the internet? Right? Yeah, good people of the internet. Uh, what is going on? Hope you all had a fantastic week, fantastic weekend. Uh, last week I was in over in the East Coast uh, for for a shoot, and gotta say the East Coast, uh, specifically specifically I was in DC and in New York. Definitely different feel, different vibes than than Cali, you know, than uh, California. Um, and gas prices were way way less, way less, which. Makes no sense why they're like twice uh, the price in, in California. I, I have no idea. Uh, and I think we should probably just get into the episode before I start rambling and ranting about how much California is a piece of shit when it comes to certain things. Um, but rather than doing that, we are talking about a faster way to work, a more efficient way to work uh, when it comes to your lighting, right? And, and when it comes to lighting, lighting for the most part takes up a lot of time. While you set up the camera... Maybe you set up a Dana Dolly or you're, uh, you're balancing the gimbal, steady cam, whatever it is, right? That does take time, um, but the lighting for the most part is what everyone is waiting around for, right? Well, two things, right? It's always lighting and it's always hair makeup, right? It always takes the longest time. So is there a way that you can work faster so that you have a plan of action to go into the the production day, right? The onset day. And one way is to understand what your ratios are and what you like your ratios to be. Uh, and pardon if you if you hear like sipping, uh, I, I just woke up and I'm like, I, I got to get this episode out. Uh, it, it's, it's been a it's been a fast paced week. So I'm drinking my coffee. But um, what was I saying? Yeah. So so ratios, right? Um, for instance, when I first started, um, getting more into cinematography, moving away from, from the realm of, of just like a videographer and just someone, the camera, right? I really, I really wanted to build a career around cinematography, right? Working as a, uh, or becoming a working cinematographer. I was like, our ratios, I, I, I did a couple of workshops and, and I saw some lessons online. I'm like, I don't need to know ratios. This is stupid. This is slow. Like I'm never going to use a light meter, right? And, uh, and fast forward, you know, a few years and now I, I use, I, I use my light meter, uh, maybe not all the time, but, uh, in certain circumstances where I need to work fast, I actually do use my light meter, right? Uh, unless it's like, unless I'm, I'm on the on location and it's like a day exterior, then I, I may just resort to using, um, false color, right? Uh, I will use my light meter for like talent. So anything in foreground, mid-ground, I'll use my light meter as, um, what's the word as, as knowledge. Right. And then I have like a little, uh, note thing on my, on my phone and I will, I will keep notes, right. As far as, okay, cool. Like, you know, we had like, you know, two, four, seven hundreds going through, uh, an eight by of a quarter grid. Right. And that got us, um, within ballpark ratio of like, you know, our key to at least mid ground, right. Cause the background, I'm not going to walk like fucking a mile and, and, and meter that shit. Right. Uh, but kind of going back, to um to to the gist of, of of ratios right is if uh if you are in a situation say you are it's a day interior right you're shooting an interview maybe it's a uh lifestyle ad right kind of kind of a kind of deal someone's walking into the kitchen or they're drinking coffee and stuff like that right i'm pretty sure you're going to shoot something like that um 
case in point, when I was in DC, we had to do an interview um, in, in an Airbnb in a kitchen, right? And the kitchen was was very, very small, right? I mean, it's just a normal size kitchen in DC. It's not it's not like um, Master P's, you know, MTV crib session here. Um, and all white walls, right? Not much we can do in there, right? And so as far as lighting goes, um, I had a, we rented a Aperture 600D, a 300D Mark II, and a 120D Mark II. I think that's all we had. Yeah. Um, so I had the 600D outside. I had the 120D outside with Fresnels, right? Because kind of like going back to last week's episode, right? Is light from the outside, right? Because then you set your room tone, then you, you're you able to use your backlight, right? Rather than having to light everything from the inside, which it never looks good. It never looks right is a thing. And so I had, you know, I had those lights outside and then I keyed with, with the 300D Mark II, the light dome, and then it was still too punchy. So I threw um, quarter quarter grid in front of the light dome and that got me in my ratios, right? What what were my ratios? When I metered uh, the window, right? The window, the blinds, uh, I was at, uh, I was an F8, okay? F8 T8, right? Okay, cool. So if I want, say, my background and key to be about two stops, right? I need my, um, what's the word? I need my key to be at least like like hottest to eight. Uh, but preferably if I can get it to like four, so that'd be great, right? Because two stops from four is five, six, eight, right? That's two stops, right? And um, and so originally it was, I was reading eights, right? I was like, okay, right? So if I want to, if I want to get uh, our talent uh, ballpark with two subs, I need to be a four, right? Um, she, we, we, we used a, like, like the kitchen, the kitchen table. It, it's, it's just like a, like a wooden table, right? Very reflective. Um, and I hit the 600D just enough where it was giving, um, a little splash of light on the table, right? The table was reading four, right? Okay. Table's reading four. All right. So we set up 300D, the 300D I'm reading, I'm reading a two eight, right? I'm reading a two eight. I'm like, mm, fuck. Okay. I think things are getting a little, a li- little too far from my ratios. And so I slowly start to bring up the intensity of the 300D, right? Because I think I was only at like, mm, what the hell was I at? I think I was only at like five, like 10%, just barely, right? So we bring it up, we bring it up, we bring it up, and 30% gets us to a 4 T4, right? And I'm like, okay, cool. You know, we're within ballpark, right? Uh, where we want to be. We want to be in two stops, right? Now, how does that make me work? How do, Or how does that help me or you work faster, right? If you don't know what your ratio, what you want your ratios to be, um, when I when I f- when I first started, uh, I didn't I didn't know, right? And because I didn't know, it took me forever to kind of figure out like what the image where I wanted the image to fall in, right? Like ah, this this the background still looks way too hot. It still looks too distracting, or the foreground looks too too bland, right? It's really flat, or the entire image ah, everything just looks looks flat, right? There's something really popping out, right? Like where is my eye being drawn to? Where is the, where is the focal point, right? Um, you just couldn't see it in my earlier work, right? Uh, but now as, as things progress, because you want to know your, when you want to know your ratios, that immediately informs your audience of like, hey, I, this is what I want you to look at. The rest of the stuff is just kind of helping out the uh, the tonality and the texture of the image, okay? And, and through ratios, right? Say you want to go like two to one, right? From background to key or, or four to one, whatever, whatever it is, right? I mean, it's like super high key fashion stuff, music video, abstract art, um, 
narrative drama, dark, moody, whatever it is, right? Like maybe, oh, excuse me. Like maybe your background is is four, right? And then you want your your key to be like a, like a two, right? Like you never know. Might might it might be like a nighttime exterior uh, horror movie or some shit, right? Uh, but with your ratios, at least at least you know this knowledge going in. You're like, okay, I want my background to be here. I want background to be here. I want foreground to be here. Boom, right? How do we how do we execute that, right? And then that just really comes through um, through through knowledge, through experience, and and sometimes there are really good reviews like uh, Gaffer and Grip uh, on, on YouTube. He does really really uh, intricate uh, breakdowns, right? So you can kind of get an idea of what this light would how how a light will perform on set. Or on location, or in a studio, right? Given its uh, its photometrics and all that kind of stuff, right? It's it's a uh, lumen value and, and foot candles and all that kind of stuff for one meter away and three meter away, right? Um, and and so another way to work that way is through false color, right? Instead of having to get a light meter and and, and meter things, right? Um, the thing with false color though, it, it doesn't give you stops. You have to you have to still do the work, right? So one way to understand. Um, uh, the ratios is is say you're in that same situation, right? Where you're where you're in a kitchen interview kind of thing, and you you hit false color, and you're like, okay, cool. The the window is reading like like 90 IRE, okay. And my my stand in, right? It could be the PA or your first AC or the AD, whatever it is, right? Is reading like um, the 30 IRE, right? And you're like, okay, well, this is way off, right? 30 IRE to 90 IRE, way fucking off, right? Uh, on the lens, you just iris down, right? Say you want, um, say you want to be shooting at like a two eight, right? Uh, yeah, let's just say a two a two eight, right? Pretty pretty standard. And you you close the iris down, you close the iris down, you close the iris down, and you find that at um, t eleven is where the window goes down to about like seventy IRE, right? 65, 70 IRE, and you're like, okay, right? Now your key though is like way down, right? Because now you iris down, your key is at like fucking like five IRE, right? It's like shadow shit, okay? Um, and and how much light do you need to bring in though, right? How much light do you have outside coming in? Do you have a six hundred D and a one twenty D that you can you know uh, that you can concentrate with the Fresnel, or do you have you know two six hundred Ds, right? These are this is knowledge that you have to have in the in the beginning going into it. Otherwise, you're going to be spending like two hours and then by the time you need to roll, you're like, you're still not happy with how the image is looking, right? And so again, you know, false color is great. I still use false color all the time because it, it gives you an instant gauge of like, okay, you know, like 65 IRE is where I want the background. Uh, my key, I want it to be about like 50 IRE, right? And that's sort of like your ratios, right? And then through irising down or if you have, you know, variable ND, same thing, right? You can you can understand that. Okay, cool. If I if I get this window, if I if I get this really hot spot in the background to be at this certain IRE value, I want my key to be with within range, right? So like sixty five in the back, uh, fifty five in in for the key or fifty for the key, whatever it is, right? Uh, and so 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 give it a shot next time you're on set, like you know rent a light meter or if you have a friend, um, a cinematographer or a DP friend who has a light meter. Just say, hey, Joe, can I borrow your light meter, man? I have this shoot coming up and I really want to try um, metering, right? I think I have the time to do it you know, tomorrow, whatever it is. Um, you know, it's so cool if I borrow, borrow your light meter, right? Or I think you can even go on like ShareGrid and rent a, a light meter, right? I'm pretty sure it's, you, know, you don't need like like the, the you know, $3,000 Seconic, you know? Like I, I just have like, I think my Seconic was only like, I don't know, 300 bucks, something like that, right? Um, 
I, I do wish I had a color meter because color meters sometimes are very, very handy when it comes to mixed lighting situations. But I mean, again, if you're just talking about like ratios, key to background kind of stuff, a light meter, 300 bucks, so it's going to last you like the rest of your, the rest of your career. Right. Uh, so, so give it a shot. Right. And then play around with false color too, and then see how false color matches or doesn't match with your, with your light, uh, with your light meter readings, because sometimes they, they won't match. Right. Like another instance is, uh, we were in Brooklyn, we were shooting another interview in, uh, in a talent's apartment and, uh, the way we were situated, the frame, uh, the, the blinds, we had blinds, right. Because, uh, the director didn't want to see outside of the, of the apartment building, right. Which, which is understandable. So, okay, cool. We pulled the blinds down. Uh, but, uh, we, we weren't entirely backlit for the entire interview. We were only backlit for maybe like, uh, 15 minutes or something like that. Right. Cause I could see the sun slowly start to, you know, move around the blinds. I'm like, mm, okay. Right. And, and the blinds were, were, you know, like as far as false, false color goes, the blinds were reading, I think like 70 IRE, 70, 75 IRE. Right. But again, you're in an apartment, white walls everywhere. Right. And this time I had different lighting. I only had a 600 D and a, uh, Nova aperture Nova 300. Right. And my root tone was just looking, was just looking dead because again, you know, a 70, I, 70 IRE was like the hottest I can get it or the hottest I wanted to get it. And it was still too hot for me. But if I went any lower, I just didn't have enough punch inside. I, well, actually, you know what? I, I just didn't have enough, um, control as far as the grip goes inside. Right. I mean, I had like, I had an eight by salt and that was it. Right. But I have all these other fucking white walls around me. Right. I would have needed like two eight by solids and like a six by solid behind the camera, right? Just to kind of control things, right? Um, so in that situation, you're kind of like, oh, fuck, man. Okay, so, you know, if 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 this blind is reading 11s, right? It was re it was reading, it was reading F F11. Man, I need, I need my talent to be at least like ballpark, like, like five, six, right? But the, the Nova and the way everything was set up, I wasn't getting five, six. The most I was getting was like four, right? And it was just looking way, way too, um, the background was way too hot. Right? It was a thing, right? And so false color, you're like, okay, fuck it. Like false color, 70 IRE. Let's just let's just use very blendy. I'm on the FX9. Let's see where I can keep the background at, at F at um at 70 IRE. You know, let's let's change the variable ND. And then my uh, my key was reading about like 60, 62 IRE, right? Um, and but yeah, you know, at the end of the day. It, it still looked, it still looked, um, just like flat, you know, it was like a front light, front lane and everything. Um, but, but the, the, the overall tonality of it was, um, was what's matter was, is what matters, right? Because you still have to execute for the brand, for the client, make sure that they look good, right? Because even though like, I would have, I would have done the opposite, right? Like I would have, um, in the, in the ideal world, is just make is just go dark and moody then, right? Rather than going you know flat and high key, right? Make it dark and moody like just you know bring that window down to like you know uh, 45, 50 IRE, right? And then uh, and then with that 600 D and the, the and the Nova, just key that with like small percentages, right? And and just make just make it dark and moody, right? Play off practicals like you had you had lamps in there, turn on all the fucking lamps and just make it like that kind of situation, right? is is how I would how I would have approached it uh, anyway so I am rambling I can tell uh, but I hope you guys enjoyed this uh, this week's episode uh, again if there are any other cinematographers or DPS that in your area uh, that you feel inspired by 
uh, send me their their Instagram profile or their webpage. You know, I I, I want to get more like indie grassroots, lesser known cinematographers and DPs are doing like awesome shit, right? Because I feel like that's where I want the podcast to be right now is 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 sharing it with people that are, that are coming up or that are, that are really doing good stuff, but no one knows about them, right? Uh, like the underdog, so to speak. So if you know anyone like that, girl, guy, woman, man, uh, she, her, you know, whatever it is, let me know, man. I'll be I'd be interested to have them on on the podcast. Uh, that being said, please uh, please follow the podcast if you haven't. Share with all your friends, your homies. Like it on iTunes, Apple, whatever the hell this thing is called anymore. I don't know. And I will catch you guys in next week's podcast episode. Bye bye. Sounded like The Ring. Have you ever, have you ever watched The Ring? The fucking freaky movie, man. <laughs> <laughs>